This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Fraternity Club of Ferry Meadow. You can get your best wood fire pizzas in the Illawarra here. Come on down, join us a member, grab a drink, have dinner, sit back and watch some football on the big screen. If you're having a function, be sure to get in contact with a frat as they have an extremely large function room upstairs in the club. The podcast is also brought to you by our sponsor, Ausbrokers City State Insurance Brokers. Contact them or see them at their office on Crown Street, just above Zambrero, for all your insurance needs. Both of our sponsors are fantastic supporters of football. Both are run by football people, so be sure to show some support. And a big welcome back to the South Coast Football League again to Josh Bartlett from Illawarra Mercury. How are you, sir? Hey, Jared. It's good to be here. I uh, might have to add permanent, permanent uh, guest on your podcast to my Twitter bio, I think. I'm changing the Twitter bio on the podcast as we speak. <laughs> it's great to be here. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm fantastic. Looking forward to another review preview or whatever you want to call it, preview review. Before we get into everything, though, we just want to say a happy Women's Football Week to all the women out there in football. So this week recognises those who help, the grow, help grow the female game in the country. And from my personal experience, women's and girls' football is growing at a rate of knots. Just in time for the Women's World Cup in two years, Josh. Yeah, I can't wait for that. That's going to be such an exciting event. Uh, on that theme, just want to congratulate uh, Caitlin Cooper, who's been called up to the latest Matildas camp, which, uh, as, as many of you may know, she's a defender for the Stingrays and a great supporter of local women's football. Um, so it's her chance to impress uh, the new coach and maybe get a spot at the Olympics. And moving on, good result from the Wolves over the weekend, getting a win. Probably wasn't the most defensive game in history, but it was so entertaining to watch. Uh, congrats to uh, Luke Wilkshire and the boys. That's their third win of the season. Will give them a lot of confidence, and getting Marcus Beattie back in there is huge for them. He's fantastic. Now, moving to the Illawarra Premier League, though. What a weekend it was. Some huge results over the weekend, but what was your biggest eye-catcher? Uh, can't go past Balambi. <laughs> that was, nah. wow, like... Congratulations to, to Jeff Allport. He'd be delighted. Um, I'm sure he wouldn't mind me saying, when I spoke to him in the lead-up to this game, he, he he tried to stay upbeat, but he did sound a little bit, oh, I guess, maybe even nervous or or whatever you want to call it. They've had some tough results the last few weeks, but he had a game plan, to be fair, and it obviously worked. How, how incredible. Like, well, I remember reading that result on Sunday and just thinking, oh, what? <laughs> you know, that was... <laughs> That's easily upset of the season so far. Yep. But credit to them, though. They've they put up a fight just about every game, especially then they've had the second toughest draw to start the season, probably only to Grindilla. Yep. So good on them for getting that win. But Absolutely. some standout players from the weekend that caught your eye. Um, look, I was down there at the uh, the White Eagles game uh, against Winona. It was um, yeah, an interesting game. We'll get into that down the track. But... Oh, I thought that the whole defensive unit for Winona were really good, uh, led by their captain Tyler Brom and Fuller. Uh, that was back to their, that was back to their 2020 winning title year. They mm. they got an early goal and based their whole game around defence, and that's exactly what they did last year. So um, I'll shout out to the whole defensive unit for Winona. Like then, you know what they say. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. They got the same got the defence, so well, it's, funny. it's become working again. We're all a bit shocked the way that Sharks started this year. They conceded so many goals in those first couple of games. We're just like, what's going well, on? There's a but stat that'll come up later. The first two games, they conceded eight. And then after that, they've gone four on the trot and yep. conceded just four. So There you go. There we go. Some standout players that caught my eye. Josh McDonald, influential again for Olympic. Rick Goodchild with a brace. 
And Matty Breden, man of the match performance in United's win over Paul Kemba. But moving on to this weekend, what are you looking out for? Uh, looking forward to that game on Sunday. We have the last year's champions, the Sharks, versus this year's favourites, an unbeaten Olympic. That's going to be an epic battle. I'm of a similar line. I'm looking forward to that game. But, and not many people will pick this. I'm, it might not be the best game of the round this one, but I'm looking to the Balambi and Cringilla game. So can, can Balambi go back to that? Can Crinny recover from last week and get their first win? All be answered. Definitely. Uh, we'll get on to Crinny's performance on the weekend, I'm sure. But uh, definitely, I mean, back-to-back wins for Blamby. That would be a lot of reward yeah. for a tough start of the year. And come this time next week, what do you reckon the headlines are going to read? Uh, I think we will be talking about uh, probably either of those two games. They're probably the standout games, whoever yeah. wins that. If Crinny get their first win of the year, yeah, we'll be talking about them. If the Rosellas can get back-to-back, we can talk about maybe they're in the chance for finals. Mm. My pick is... Wollongong United showing their class again. I mean, how mm. good are they going at the moment? Yeah, it's hard to look past them, isn't it's it? It's unbelievable. They just, every year, just turn up, keep going. Same old United, keep on winning, just dominant. And that's a good test uh, for Coniston again. Yeah. You know, that's the second big test in a row this weekend. Mm. So who's your tip for player of the round this weekend, if you had to make a choice? Um, oh, it's hard to go past anyone from Olympic at the moment. So. Yeah. Josh McDonald scoring goals yeah. for fun at the moment. I went uh, Benny Zuko because mm. he was very influential in Olympics win last week. Yep. So look for him to continue that on. Speaking of Olympic, we're getting into the round six review now brought to you by the Fraternity Club and Osbrokers City State. Wollongong Olympic 2-0 over South Coast United. McDonald were quite honestly, for those who witnessed it, the best team goal I've seen in a long while in, in the Illawarra Premier League. Definitely the best team goal of the season so far before Hikaru Kawasaki grabbed his first goal of the year in the second half. Olympic are just too good for everyone at the moment. They're, they're, they're just so impressive, and they just keep rolling out the win week after week. So I think uh, I mentioned it a few times last year. We were underwhelmed by their performances, and they've completely rectified that this season so far. They've uh, bought well. They're still playing youth in between these stars, and mm. you can't knock them at the moment. Just It's been fantastic. The most notable thing I thought was just Josh McDonald and his positioning. Yep. All right. So he knew where to be every every single pl- every single passage of play. He just knew where to position himself. Mm. Just so smart. Didn't overdo it, and just class on the ball, of course. But yep. Olympic next five, which is very interesting. Their next five games: Winuna, Albion Park, Coromel, Tara, and United. Mm. Wollongong United, that is. Then they've also got Bulleye after that to start the second half of the year. So probably going to be their toughest run of the season so far. But boy, they wouldn't really care, would they? No. Um, I back them in most, if not all of those games on current form. But I think, you know, those that would be a real test for the other sides that they're coming up against. The biggest one for me will probably be if they keep it up, both squads will go United oh. game in round 11. They could potentially still be both unbeaten by then. You never know. There's, the the there's two undefe- only undefeated teams left in the IPL. So yeah. very exciting. Mm, with Abbey Park's loss to Winona last week, there's now two teams left undefeated, those two. But for South Coast United, on the other hand, look, it doesn't get any easier for them over the next few weeks. They've got Wollongong United and Bulleye yet to come. They competed well with, with Olympic, particularly in the second half, but the game was just about sewn up by Olympic by then. So where to now for South Coast United to go against Tarawana this weekend? Yeah, it's a hard one. Um... 2-0 against a club like Olympic sounds strange, but it's not a bad result for, for United. They obviously contained 
Olympic at times through that game. I think if, if there's a chance to jag a draw or a win, I think their best chance comes against Tarawana this weekend. And that's not a knock against Tarawana. It's just United have played some tough teams the last couple of weeks. Next game, two teams that United have played over the last couple of weeks is Albion Park and Winuna. Winuna getting up 1-0 over Albion Park. Ron Sharkey, uh, Brendan Patman, sorry, grabbed an early goal and Winuna held Albion Park out for another clean sheet. I believe it was their second clean sheet of the year. Albion Park's first loss of the year, Hamish Lamberton made his debut and it's really bad that I didn't know he was playing <laughs> for Albion Park until I read your article over the weekend because we're good mates. But how did he go from your eyes, Josh? Yeah, so that was, um, yeah, he's, he's been obviously playing for the Wolves and uh, you know, for whatever reason he's, he's departed the club and yeah, good luck to both sides. But honestly, I thought Hamish was the best player on ground for, for Albion Park. Um, he was the most threatening player. They looked a bit lacklustre at times. That's how I describe their performance over the weekend. The White Eagles, they didn't truly click all game as, mm. a, as a team. They had moments of really good, um, yeah, I thought they did. I thought Horton was great at the back, even though they can, you know, lost the game. I thought he was quite made a couple of brilliant mm. saves. What do you reckon didn't click for them? I don't know what it mm. is with Albion Park. Like they got so much talent, it's just not quite clicking for them this mm. year. Um, having said that, that's their first loss of the year, so that's not a bad position to be in at this stage oh, of the season. Not. Still third, yeah, exactly. So I mean, the first, the, the only goal that came game came off an error. That was a bit of a defensive error at the back, and. Um, yeah, Patman, Sharky, whatever you want to call him, swooped in. Fins up. <laughs> yeah. Fins up. Uh, he swooped in. And then, yeah, as I said earlier, the defensive unit was great for, for Winona. Um, I was a bit concerned this season for them coming in without uh, Jair Fernandez at the back, but I thought Booth was really solid, had quite a good game, and uh, mm. he's very talkative. Yeah, Having been yeah. at the IE, he's plenty of noise, uh, so that's good. He's coming to the side. and feels He's only young too, I think. Yeah, but he feels confident yeah. enough to, to, to direct play from the back, which yeah. is great to see. I, I think I saw a save from him against Coromel last week. It was a clutch save. I yeah. think it was 2 all 3-2 at the time that went in up. He just pulled off that clutch save to just keep them out, and that yep. could have changed the game, really. That's right. But Winuna now, four wins on the trot, 12 points from the last four, one of the form teams in the comp right now. Match of the round material this weekend against Olympic, though. Yeah, well, they, they've kind of snuck up on us. It was only a few weeks ago we were saying, what's what's going on at Winuna? Like, they hadn't lost that many. They lost Jair, who's an absolute star at the back, but they hadn't lost that many players, and throwing Corey Haynes-Gross into that team, you thought, okay, they should be probably even stronger than last year. Mm. And it's just suddenly starting to click the last few weeks. So, good on them. And with Olympic, touching on Winuna a bit as well. So, if Olympic, now on 18 points, so they're four clear of Wollongong United, five clear of Albion Park and Winuna. If Winuna got a result this weekend, the race for number one spot would open up big time. Massive. So... It's a, as they, they, they call it a stereotype, it's a six-point game in a lot it of ways. Is, yeah. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. This is a real test for the for the Sharks. What I liked after the game was Tyler Brumman-Fuller basically said, bring them on. I mm. love that from him, and he's, he's always a good chat, Tyler. So uh, I thought that was really refreshing to hear them say they want to play the best team in the comp. There we go. What's Currently. The, what's, <laughs> the, what's the saying that he said the whole time, don't fear anyone? They yeah. don't fear anyone. They don't fear and, anyone. And that was That's the mentality right. so, about it last year. And they know that last year they played some great football and they're, they're getting back to that form, which is great to see. Albion Park on the other hand looked lackluster, disappointing, whatever you want to say. Disappointing loss from them, but 
They are home, ag- home again this weekend against Coromel. And I'm interested to see how that Lamberton-Morgan combination mm. builds up over the next few weeks. Yeah, look, we, we talked to Morgo on the last podcast. We're hoping he'd do an, uh, another flip. But he was a little, bit, a little bit quiet on the weekend. A couple of things just didn't quite go his way. So, yeah, Hamish, um, he's going to be a good player for them. And I think the more game time he gets, the more he gels with, with Morgo, the more dangerous they look in attack. Next game now on Saturday, the final Saturday game was 1-0 Coniston over Tarawana. Big win for Coniston, grabbing their first three-pointer in a few weeks now and puts them back into the five. So, look, it's probably self-explanatory, but how big was that one for Cono? I think last week we both said they, they've got a jag at least a point from this game. They did. They got three, so go. they've had a tough run of late coming into this game and Tarawana's a good team as well. It's not like they're a, a struggling side, so that's a great win. Um, I think it was a second-half strike got them over the line. So. For Jada, yep. Yep, and um, yeah, they, they got another big test this weekend, but that's a, that's a good confidence builder. And we'll touch on that test from this weekend, so a huge one for Kono. A win against the informal Wollongong United would jump them up hugely and they'll shrink that gap between second and fifth. So how much confidence do they take from this Tara game into the next game? Oh, absolutely. Like, I think you get confidence out of any win. Mm. You know, it, it breeds a winning culture and goes from there. So it would be huge. It would be a big statement to beat United. Uh, in front of their home crowd this weekend. Tarawana, look, I suffered the first loss in a few weeks despite, you know, the three loss, the three losses, they are picking up points when they are expected yep. to. So the ones against Belambi and Cringilla, for example. The only concern for them is that they're not getting the max points against sides who you'd think would be competing for the top five. What do they need to do to change this? Yeah, well, these, these both, you kind of touched on, they're both teams I see pushing for finals, so... Um, Tara, look, you only conceded one goal, so they're doing enough at the back. Um, I think we've both questioned maybe their attacking prowess at times. Um, is it? Yeah, so they got, they just got to try find some more opportunities up front. On the same on the same token, though, that was the first game of the season they haven't scored a goal in a game, so the first mm. time they've been kept to naught. So, I think attacking wise, they'll be perfectly fine. In particular, they've got a lot of young blokes, but look, yep. they. They got some flair about them as well, so I think being a young, points, I think right, and yeah. being a young side, they're going to have those kind of up and down results. I think this year, yeah. but they're a team that I don't know if you want to play them in finals. If they I don't make know. It. Yeah, yeah, they're one of those teams. They it's can turn just, it on. They can so. turn it on. Yeah. First Sunday game, Wollongong United two 0 over Paul Kemba. Wollongong United. I mean, they're just so good. Yeah, they just roll on, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> Matty Brennan with a man of the match performance. Grabbing a goal, setting up the second. And the most impressive thing, impressive thing about this performance for United is that it is a clean sheet, their first clean sheet of the year. First clean sheet first of the year. First clean sheet of the year. That's very yeah. interesting. So, oh, look, that's just a solid win for them. That's a, that's a good result. Um, Port Kembler, they're much, impro- much improved this season. So, that's a great result from United. And a top performance from Matty Brennan, grabbed the man of the match. Yeah, good on him. That's a, that's a great result for him. United have a big one, though, against Coniston this weekend. What do you say? More, more of the same, please? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd be asking from my, from my players if I was coach, uh, Oli Vitoski. Paul Kembler desperately need a win soon. They have a one yep. since round one. They go up against a bull side, which suffered their first defeat on the weekend. Do they take advantage of that, do you reckon? I think they kind of have to. If, if they seriously want to push for, for that top five, I think they have to win this weekend. Mm. Um they were my pre-season favourites to be an improved side and they started with that really entertaining draw against Winona. And and that that win was the, against last... the win against South Coast. Was win against South Coast. Well, yeah. so, 
they've struggled a bit since then, obviously. Um, yeah, it's three losses from six starts. So Yeah, yeah not the best start. It's not panic stations, but I think they do have to win this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, I think if they want to close that gap to the five and stay within touch, I think they need that win this weekend. Absolutely. The next one, though, and this was, had a couple of stories behind it. So, Coral will 4-1 over Cringilla. So, the talk of the town last week was Cringilla, obviously, with the coaching change and how they respond. But, unfortunately, they were on the wrong hand of a strong performance led by Rick Goodchild. Yeah, look, Rick is uh, he's a really good talent. Mm. And he can he can turn it on in games like this. And, and he obviously did. I think uh, Paul Guido had a really good game as well. What do you say for Cringilla? Uh, they they pulled the trigger. They made the decision that we we from the outside weren't sure was the right call at the time. Paul Mikomaya, I thought was doing a pretty good job as coach there. We probably won't know the fruits of that for for a long time. No. Um, I think they've taken the long term approach with um, yeah. the new coach. So, so you but can, can, do you read too much into this result with them? I try not to, but it's a disappointing result. Four one yeah. in any any game is disappointing. So for Cringy, look. They desperately, desperately would like a win, and they're one of the two sides yet to pick up and win this year. So, big game against Bolambi this weekend for them. Do you reckon they can drag a result? Um, yeah, you know, they can. I personally think Bolambi's a favourite going into that game, but I think um, they'd, yeah, they could, it could be tough. I mean, Coromel have been hot and cold this this year. That was probably their best performance so far, and they've gone down, but they've gone down four one, mm. and I'd. Coral Blamby probably about the same this year, I'd say, almost pushing for that top five around that kind of kind of area. So, but they've got to get something, whether it be a draw or something out out of this yeah. week. They desperately need at least a point. Coral, but look, the talk all year so far has been the issue isn't scoring goals; it's keeping them out. And to let in just one on the weekend would have been a positive for them for sure. Yeah, look, I spoke to their coach, uh, one of the coaches after the game in Goran Trudeski, and he was just over the moon. Um, exactly that reason he said yep. he wants to focus on on conceding less goals um he didn't really care that much how many, how many they scored having said that i'm sure he's delighted they scored mm, four yeah um so that was an impressive win good child though two goals how good is he it's in the <laughs> name it is isn't it? like he was um he was a captain at the blueies as well and he came was, over yeah. i think he had a couple of injury issues last year at times yeah. over at coromel but he's uh yeah, he's starting to fire up a bit, isn't he? Oh, when he turns it on, he turns it on. <laughs> like he's he just, really turns it on. Just yeah. a really good player to watch as yeah. well. Classy player. Now, what do you say about this one? Last game of the round, Balambi 2, Bulleye 1 at Balls Paddy. Easily the biggest upset of the season for me. Is that a fair statement? I agree. 100%. That is the upset of the year. So congratulations to the Rosellas. Bulleye, I haven't got the facts to back this up, but I feel like last year they dropped games like this that we expected them to... Not, yeah, not yeah it was flog, a couple of, we thought they should there was a couple of win. draws you thought oh they'd get a win in that one and I'll just look it up here but yeah like, that is a really disappointing result for Buller 100% so I think I predicted a 2-1 result last week I think you ex- and me I was picking 3-0 <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say I got the sorry score. sorry guys are there up a Buller I got the scoreline right but I definitely got the result wrong but uh, congratulations that's a great win Blamby that's an unbelievable win so just looking at Buller here so they finished on 20 points over 11 games last year and some games here so they had a 2 all draw with a struggling Coromel last year they knocked off Blamby 3-2 draw with Albion Park which was a which was 
obviously they both didn't really care that one because mm. they were already in. They yeah, were just yeah. like, yeah, let's play for a draw. Yep. They had a 2-2 with Cringilla, which let them down. A 1-0 with Tarawana, which let them down a little bit as well. But other than that, they they got some pretty um, convincing wins. And that 5-1 loss to United, they had a send-off yep. that midweek. So there's a couple of results like that that disappointed yep. them. And then they, obviously they bowed out in straight sets in the finals against United and Albion Park. But... Yep. Yeah. They seem to go through these flat patches in games. I've, I've spoke to Julio about it before their coach, and he can't quite put a finger on it some weeks. But, um, yeah, I just think that's a disappointing result with the talent they've got. It's so disappointing because when they're at their best, they play the best football in the competition. Oh, entertaining. Yeah, they, they hammer go- goals home for fun. Yeah, it's so classy how they play when they're at their best. So just like, what's wrong, you know? I don't know, but they're just as likely to come out and win this week 4-1, so who they knows? They probably are, yeah. They're, they're just that kind of side. It'll be interesting to see how they bounce back this weekend because, well, we haven't seen them bounce back for a loss um, mm. since they lost one. No, they haven't lost. That was their first loss this season. Yeah. So we haven't really seen them bounce back from a loss yet this year. Yeah, so just looking at the ladder, they're actually sitting in sixth spot, which would surprise most of us yeah. at this time of the year. I wouldn't so. have picked them to be sixth after no. six rounds. So it's pretty vital win a win this weekend would be vital for them too and just as vital for Paul Kembler. Yeah, look, good on Balambi, you know. They've, like we said, one of the toughest draws to start of the year. They've taken four points off two big sides. Remember, they took a, took two points off Albion Park as well or they took a yep. point. They got a draw. I think any win over Bulleye is a good win yep. and to top that off, I think it's the first time they've beaten Bulleye in a long, long time because they didn't get a win last year. They hadn't been in the Premier League since 2015. Mm. So it's been, a, it's at least their first win in IPL against Bullock in six years. I dare say they wouldn't have won in their relegation season as no, well. No, probably not. So you're looking at at least maybe 2014. If, if someone knows, please flick us a message. But like, that's a long time to mm. wait for a win over Bullock. And this it, team's gone and done it. And I see Balambi, Coniston, Tarawana as three clubs that just keep going up and up the last couple of years. Mm. So uh, I think Cono, did they get promoted in 2019? I think it was 2019, yeah. And then, yeah. That wasn't that long ago. No, and then obviously um, last year Balambi came up and then Tarawana have got this young side and Peter Willis, they, they seem to be it, coming yeah. up as well. So they're three exciting and mainly young young clubs too. And you could say what you want, whether if, I, I don't know if this was true or not, but whether if one big team has a lot of the ball and you know you could say a team got lucky, but you know what, a win's a win. That's right. <laughs> I think someone commented on on your Facebook post saying that a bit of a bull had eighty five percent of the ball or whatever, which is a bit of a laugh. But at the same time, I thought that makes Blambi's win even more impressive only, if that was true. There's only one stat that matters. Exactly, it's the goals. Two only one. one stat that matters. Bullard drop out of the five, so not exactly the greatest start of the year by the side who I tipped to come first. Does Bullard worry yet? Do they worry about this yet? Or I don't think they'd be early. Wor- still early. I don't think they'd be that worried, but yeah. it's surprising. From the outside, it's a surprising start. Yeah, definitely surprising. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Fraternity Club of Ferry Meadow. You can get your best wood fire pizzas in the Illawarra here. Come on down, join us a member, grab a drink, have dinner, sit back and watch some football on the big screen. If you're having a function, be sure to get in contact with a frat as they have an extremely large function room upstairs in the club. The podcast is also brought to you by our sponsor, Ausbrokers City State Insurance Brokers. Contact them or see them at their office on Crown Street, just above Zambrero, for all your insurance needs. Both of our sponsors are fantastic supporters of football. Both are run by football people, so be sure to show some support. Round 7 preview now 
obviously brought to you by Fraternity Club and Osbroker City States. So, 2.30pm Saturday, Elizabeth Park, the the fortress of the Rosellas, <laughs> Blamby against Cringilla. Having said that, they uh, they haven't gotten to point yet this season, <laughs> but it's one of the toughest away games to go to. Blamby, Cringilla, so two teams with just three points between them. They're both sitting 10th and 11th respectively, but... Surely do you think Balambi would be favourites based on last week? And we're talking up Balambi today, so it's a it's a big game for them and it kind of keeps them... A win this weekend really would keep them in the hunt for the finals. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy to think. No, crazy to think so. after the start of the year. You Hopefully know. we haven't jinxed them. We've pumped them up so much this podcast. Well, look, I said 3-0 bullseye last week. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe you just take, take what we say with a grain of salt, but what do Balambi need to do to grab back-to-back wins here? Whatever they did last week, just keep it going. So that would take so much confidence from a result against a top team. Oh, absolutely. They just have to bring it again this weekend against a side that hasn't quite got far in this year. If mm. they can bring the same intensity, they're a good chance. Kunjula suffered like one of the biggest losses of the year last weekend. So what do they do to turn that around? I don't know. Like, um, as I said, they, they made the decision to call in a new coach, which is often fires up a team. To go down 4-1 after the change, I don't know what to, what they need to do now. Do you reckon morale will be down a bit after that result? I'd say so. Um, hmm. Having said that, well, it does is take one win to, to flip that confidence. So a hmm. win this weekend would change things for them. But, yeah, it's hard hard to hard to read from the outside what's going on at Crinny at the moment. Because they've, they've still got a run, an important run where... After their start, if they're going to pick up points, this is the period they're going to pick up points. I mean, they've got... Like some teams are picking, some people are picking them to be a bit lower on the table, yep. and they've got teams like Yebelamis this week. They've got South Coast in not too far away, yep. you know. And then there's other results where hopefully they'd like to jag a point or two here or there. But it's a crucial part of the season for them now. It is, yeah. They're just, yeah, and and then as the season progresses, we'll start talking about relegation, which is you know back on the table this year. Yeah. Not saying that they're necessarily going to get relegated, but it does become a talking point at some point in the year. So they've got to at least start banking some draws, get some get a point on the board each week if they can. So, like, you know, tips. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tips. We, we, we're just going everywhere now. Your tip <laughs> for this one. Uh, I'm going Balambi 2-1. I think it'll be a similar scoreline to last week's result. Um, man, the match is a good question. Um, I'll go with Malloy. Mm-hmm. I think he hit the scoreboard okay. last week. So right, there you go. Yeah. I've gone two 0 Balambi and man, the match Jordan Grinham, who I think also got on the scoreboard did, last yeah, week as well. A, yep. So there we go. Port Kembla FC taking on Bulleye FC. Two thirty p.m. Saturday, Weatherall Park. Crucial game for both sides. This one, both sides will be disappointed big time. Bulleye would not have been happy after that defeat last week. Paul Campbell haven't had a win since round one. That was six weeks ago now. <laughs> That's surprising. It really yeah. is surprising because it feels like they're playing a lot better than last season. Um, I know last year was they? a down yeah. year for them, but it feels like they're improved sides. So, and they're coming up against a team I think will be completely fired up this week. They have to be. Yep. So, um, yeah, I don't know. What, <laughs> what do you put a finger on? I don't know. I don't know what what's going on with Paul Campbell because. They've got a good coach. They've got good players in that squad. So. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And again, maybe just to, is one is maybe it's an a, ugly win just to, to turn confidence they've, around. They've had a couple of big teams, though. Like last month, I'm pretty sure they played Olympic United, Albion Park. So mm-hmm. big clubs, obviously. But still, 
no win since round one is, you know, they, they need a win. And they're playing bullseye, so it doesn't get any easier this week. No, definitely not. So, like, we've, we said it all throughout the season preview. Another shameless plug. <laughs> it was two months ago now. <laughs> We're nearly at 300 listens. If you haven't listened to the season preview, listen to it. If we get to 300, we'll stop plugging it. Yeah, we'll stop that? plugging so it. So, two okay. more people, jump this on board. Just we two need more. you. Just two, that's it. So, but like we said in that preview, Bulleye have a squad to challenge for this league, but there have been a few games where they haven't been as convincing as I personally thought they'd be. Yeah. So what do they do? How do they turn around from last week? Um, look, just looking through that squad of players, just on talent alone, they've got enough talent to turn it around. So um, they've got so much attacking prowess. I know I talk about attacking prowess in teams before, but look at Beatty. They've got Van Zyl. They've got McDonald. Like, they should be scoring a lot of goals per game. Absolutely. Paul Kembler, though, if they want to stay in the touch with a five, I think I said this earlier, if they want to stay in touch with that top five, they're six points off at the moment. They need a win. Mm. Coniston, who played Wollongong United this weekend as well. So they're the fifth spot at the moment. Yep. If they want to catch up on them, a win here is needed for the Zebras. It's almost make or break. I mean, it's still early in the year, but they really do need to start making it, getting the shake mm. on. Yeah, like we say, it's, it's not crucial, crucial, mm. crucial, like panic stations, but... At the same time, these will be if you don't get a result in these games, these are the games where it comes back to buy you come round twenty one, round twenty two. Right. So the last thing you want to do is be sitting in six you know, six spot vying for that top five in the last round. Like yeah, with two desperation. Points. So two points desperate. Exactly. Yeah. So absolutely. Man of the match and your tip for this one. I think Bulleye will bounce back this week. I think it'll be three one. Man, and I'm going, uh, I think, I've said before, I think Van Zyl will fire up. I think this could be the week he gets two. Yep. I've gone 2-1 Buller. I reckon it's going to be closer. I'll be the one who's got cl- you guys close this week. I'll yep. sit on the fence a little bit more. I'll get me in the match Sam Davies. Okay. I reckon. Instrumental in that midfield. So, next one, another 3 p.m. Saturday game at Terry Reserve this week. We've got Albion Park, Watts Eagles, and Coromel Rangers. So, very intriguing this one. Be interesting to see if Alvin Park can bounce back from a loss and it will be interesting to see if Coromel can grab back-to-back wins. If you'd asked me a week or two ago, I would say that, that Port, uh, sorry, Albany Park are the clear favourites coming into this game. Now I almost say that they're the underdog coming into this game. You reckon? Almost, almost. That was a good win by Coromel last week and will give them a lot of confidence. I was just disappointed with the, the Park's game last week. They just were lacklustre. They mm-hmm. just... And maybe, you know, they, they've had a tough week at training. Who knows? Maybe they fire up this weekend. But yeah. I haven't seen this year what I saw last year that got me really excited about Abbey and Park. you got to look at it as well. Checkley's only just come in. Maybe they're taking some time to gel as well. You know, it might be a new system or something yep. like that. Obviously, Hamish Lamberton, big signing. He might take some time yep. to, you know, everyone get everyone get used to how each other plays. Absolutely. So, you know, and JC Mack, I don't know if he's fit or yet, but he's yet to come back in as well. So... You and know. our man Morgan, he's always interesting to watch. Yeah. And he's he's a guy that can turn it on. Disappointed Morgan, I didn't see that <laughs> flip last week. <laughs> he can turn it on at a flick of a switch too. Like he has, I think I mentioned it last week, he has these down patches. We still plays well, can't hit the scoreboard, and then next week he scores a hat trick. So, yeah. I'm just saying though, and I'm not leaving the topic yet. That flip, I put up a big post about that <laughs> flip. Everyone loved it. <laughs> It didn't deliver. <laughs> it's so uh, he's just Morgan. so entertaining to watch. Oh, That's we need to have a word here, I think. <laughs> but what do Albion Park need to do to turn around from last weekend? Like you said, maybe it's more gelling across the park. I thought overall their defence was actually all right. Um, Winuna probably had half chances besides the goal they scored, but they didn't really throw heaps at Albion Park for the rest of the game. But the defence was fine. They just didn't 
I mean, they did have a couple of shots just skimmed over the bar, so they probably didn't have much luck as well, to be fair, to Albion Park. Um, yeah, just keep keep gelling and yeah, get more game time to, to guys like um, Hamish will help. Yeah, and with an attack like with the likes of Morgan, JC Mackie fit, Minatello, and now Lamberton, not forgetting everyone else as well, like yep. the likes of Jacob Martin. Coromel's defence, which was identified by their coaches as an issue during the first few rounds, will be under the test big time this weekend. Absolutely. This will be the test for Coromel's defence. Absolutely. And just one player I want to shout out to Albion Park, I thought was really good last week, was Bowden Allport. I thought he had mm. a really good strong game. So um, shout out to him. Uh, yeah, for Coromel, this is a big test for them. So um, they've got that really impressive win on the board. I think that's their second win of the second season win, now. Yeah, they got their first against South Coast 3 0. Yeah. Yep. I think. I think if Parker more energetic this weekend, they'll throw more at them but than yeah. probably Crinny did last week. Fair enough, fair enough. So considering the contrast and results between the two from last week, confidence-wise, Albion Park have only had one loss, but Coromore coming off that win, the important win, who's more confident, do you reckon? Um, or who has the right to be more confident, do you think? I think Coram will have the right to be more confident, but I feel like Albion Park at home against a side that has struggled a bit the last couple of two seasons. They've only had one loss too, you know. Yeah. So I think Albion Park would be more confident, but maybe Coram will des- deserve to be more confident. Your tip? I've gone Albion Park 2-1, even though I just said that I think Coram should be more confident. I think Park 2-1, and I think Julian Minatello, man of the match. I've gone Park 2-1, man of the match, Lamberton. Mm. It's mate's club here on this podcast. <laughs> By the way, if you haven't checked, if you haven't listened to that chat I had with Hamish earlier in the year as well, really good chat, that one. He's had quite a journey, so be sure to listen to that. And not only that as well, just a quick plug in, the Clayton Lewis podcast that just dropped the other day, some very interesting stories in the New Zealand International, plays for Wellington Phoenix, regular for Wellington Phoenix. Talked about playing against Cristiano Ronaldo in the Confed Cup, yeah. teeing up Chris Wood in front of goal, who's now one of the Premier League's most dangerous strikers, playing for his hometown club. You know, really good story. I highly recommend checking that one out because he's had a big journey, that one. Yeah, I've done a couple of stories now with Clayton and I've always been really impressed with he's just so open to talk about most things as well. Um, he's a really good speaker. So I'd listen this morning and I agree. Check it out if you interested in A-League and just want to hear the journey of you know a young guy who's, who's done a lot of places, yeah, been a lot of places, yeah. done a lot of things. If, even if you're not interested in A-League, you just want to listen to a good story, you know, mm. it's a good story. Coniston and Wollongong United, 5pm Saturday game is back at JJ Kelly. So, Conno facing one of their biggest tests against a Wollongong United side yet to lose a game and is in serious, silly dangerous form at the moment. Yeah, look... Um I think the underrated side of the Conistons last week is they kept their opponent scoreless. That's always yeah. a great thing. Uh, both their, teams did. So was that their first clean sheet of the year? Oh, I did have I'll to double check, check that yeah, again once so. again. Uh, this is a big, big challenge for Coniston. If if they can get a win this weekend, they've really made a statement that not only can they make finals, they can be a challenger um, around finals time. I don't know if they'll quite be a title challenger. It's still early, early days, but um, yeah, they can make their mark. So... Uh, it'll be interesting to see how this game goes, that's for sure. Sorry, it was their second clean sheet because they got that yeah. 4-0 win over the Winuna at JJ Kelly early in the year as well. But one of their most dangerous outlets is attacker Tomohito Fajeda. Now, Fajeda, if I'm just looking at the stats here once again, 
how many goals has he got? He's got quite a few. He's got three goals. Yeah, okay? right. Okay, so three goals. I think leading goal scorer's got yeah. six at the moment. I think a couple of people caught up over the weekend as well. So leading goal scorers, according to the website at the moment, it's still Haynes Gross and Nikoloski on six, Morgan and Yamada on five, McDonald on four. Any other notable ones? Let's just check that out. So Kawasakiya is now on four as well. So is Josh McDonald, Rick Goodchild. Cody Jones, Dinko Terzic, Jake Molando, Toby Norville, Fajada are on three. And then obviously there's a lot more players to go through who are on one goal, mm-hmm. who are on two goals. I have to do a stat, see how many goal scorers we had so far this year because I'm looking at it. There's quite a few, <laughs> eh? But Tommy here for Jada, he's been one of Connor's most dangerous outlets going forward. He will be key if Connor are going to get something from this game. Yeah, that's right. And if they can at least get a, a draw this weekend, that would give them a lot of confidence um, going forward. As we've mentioned, they've played some tough teams um, the last couple of weeks. So they just got to keep banking points and, and go from there. Moving on. So United, they and Olympic seem to be showing that they're going to be the two sides definitely competing for the league later on. Yep. Their round 11 clash would be huge. Yep. The, yeah, who they, there's Olympic in round 11. Yes, that yes. will be yeah. That's going to be a very exciting battle. So, for Olympic, it surprised me that you said that was their first clean sheet on the weekend. Was that correct? Well, for Olympic, no. For sorry, United, for United, 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 yeah, United yeah, yeah, first yeah, clean yeah, sheet, yeah, yeah, which is very interesting. So, um, look, they're just a solid team, aren't they? They just get the job done, and absolutely, they've got so much experience across the board, mm. like pretty much all areas. So, my tip for this week, going into that part, um, I've gone. I think United will win two one. Yep. I think it'll be a really interesting game, but and the man of the match, I'll go Yamada. Oh, <laughs> we're exactly the oh, same. No. <laughs> I've got two one United man of the match, Yamada. Christ Almighty, he's a pretty safe bet. Let's be honest, he's, yeah. a, he's a star. Very, so. very safe bet. I've just looked at that stat now as well. We were talking about earlier as well. Sixty-nine different players have scored in the first six rounds. Wow. That's so over that's, half the league's players. Or starting, even, if you're doing a starting 11, that's over half the league's starting 11. That blows my mind because that's individual scorers. That's not even the total of goals scored in six no. games. That's insane. 69 different goal scorers. Surely we're going for the record. This it's round. We're going round seven this weekend. We've got 22 rounds. Is there like an unwritten uh, bond between the players this year that they're just sharing it around the goals? Uh, that's fascinating. Who needs defence anyway? Moving <laughs> on to... South Coast United and Tarawana, 7pm Saturday at Ian McLennan Park. So South Coast United are desperate to get a point on the board and Tarawana wanting to bounce back after that defeat last weekend. So how do you see this one playing out? Um, I think I said earlier, this is South Coast United's best chance at, at banking a win. Um, it's been a tough year for them, obviously. Um, Tarawana, they'll look to bounce back, but as well, they'll be... They're hungry. They want to make the finals. So they'll, they'll be pretty keen to bounce back from that loss to Coniston. Uh, it was a close loss, obviously. So they didn't lose any respect or anything like that from that result. But, yeah, it be interesting. Um, I like the Saturday night games. How about yeah. yourself? Oh, look, you have to wait all day for it, but it's not too bad. It's not too I bad to play in at all. It's, it's probably different being a spectator to a fan. Oh, <laughs> a player, def- sorry. Yeah, definitely. But, you know... You don't mind it, all right? It's, it's definitely something unique Look, ever since the synthetic pitch has come in, which is fantastic. But for United, suffered their sixth defeat on the trot last week against the league-leading Olympic. But how do you look at United so far? It's been, yeah, it's been a tough campaign. Um, I, I, as I said, I thought last week's result was pretty good, even though they lost 2-0. That's a good result against you know, one of the title favourites at this stage. 
Um, I think they've conceded 20 goals. That's the hardest part. So that was 18 goals in five games before last week. Um, that's not going to win you many games. So for their sake, I hope they can at least get on the board. Let's get a point on the board. Let's let's get the season underway. But I think it's tough. If Atara, look, last week was the first time this season they did not score a goal in a game. How do they change that for this weekend? Yeah, look, they're a young side, so they're probably going to have those up and down performances. But they certainly weren't disgraced. Um, they just couldn't obviously get that goal. There's a lot to like about Tara, um, and they're only five points behind um, Kono in fifth place. So if they bank a win, if they can secure a win this week, they're still in the hunt for, for that top five. And speaking of the top five, moving on to the final game of the round, the only oh, Sunday game. That one. Oh, <laughs> I usually don't give my tip. That's why, so it's not on there. I'll do it. Your tip for that one? Um, I'll go Tara 1 0. I think... Um, Tight game, you reckon? I mean, yeah, look, United obviously had good signs in defence in that result. Like, I know 2-0 is disappointing, but that's against Olympic, who have so much firepower. So, I think um, Tara would just want to try get a, a result, and, you know, one might be enough to get them over the line. Uh, for man of the match, I will go... Let's go to Matty Naylor. Mm, okay. Just for someone a bit different. Yeah, there we go. Wanuna against Wollongong Olympic. 2.30pm Sunday. Only Sunday game of the week at Ocean Park. Easily my... Ma- oh, not easily. I don't reckon easily. Just my match of the round. Two of the form teams of the competition at the moment going at it head-to-head. And over the last two years in particular, I'm pretty sure it was a two-all draw. PCYC 2019. Olympic drubbed them 7-2 at Ocean Park in 2019. But last year... Wanuna got a win last year, didn't they? Or was it a draw? Oh, I'll double like check that. Draw. But nevertheless, always interesting where these two guys, these two sides go head to head. Absolutely. For me, it's about Wanuna this week. Um, talk about making a statement. If they can beat Olympic at home this weekend, that that to me proves again that last year wasn't a flash in the pan. And um, Jared, we've talked about that before. They're really keen to prove last year wasn't a fluke. Absolutely. I mean, some people call it a fluke in a COVID year. Whatever, they won the title. So, yeah. And if you they won. can beat Wollongong United this weekend, who are undefeated... Olympic. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I United. I mixed it up earlier oh, as well. Mate. Sorry, oh. United fans. Um, yeah, Olympic. If they can beat Olympic... At home, on a, in front of a big crowd down there at Shark Park, Ocean Park, on a, on a Sunday. I guarantee Ron Sharkey will be there, thereabouts. He's on the field, isn't the he? The question is, is he on the field or is he off the field? Who knows? <laughs> one day we'll find out the truth, mate. One day, one day, yeah. So Pig, I think, pigs will fly one day, yeah. too. <laughs> I mean, this, this game definitely, yeah. It's more about winning because if Olympic fall, people will say, oh, well, they had to lose eventually, don't you? Mm. You, you can't win all the games. So, But, um, yeah, so I... I the focus will be on, on Winona. Talk about waiting for a game. We have to wait till Sunday for this one. Yeah, I know. And Winona did get that win over the Olympic last year, 3-1. That's a good win. It's a big win. I think that's, that's a really what, good win. I think it was round six. So that's what kick-started everything towards the end. There but you go. I'll start with Winona. So tough, tough first couple of rounds. Conceded eight in their first two. Then they go on and win their next four and concede just four in the next four. They seem to have found that groove that made them lead champions last year. As I said, I spoke to Tyler Bromafuller, the captain, after the game, and he said that they feel that internally. They feel like they're getting back to where they were last year. They leaked too many goals early but in the season, but they've really tightened up in defence. And they've always been a side that probably do enough in terms of scoring goals to win, I think. Um, but obviously, Corey Haynes-Gross is always a threat up forward for them. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, look, 
pretty good times down the Winona right now. Oh, definitely. So you reckon Haynes, you talked, touched on Haynes Gross. Is he going to be the key for Winona if they're getting a result this weekend? I think so. I think um, to get a result this week, they'll probably need two goals at yeah. least. I, I, Olympic with that firepower usually score at least two goals, I'd say minimum. Um, yeah, so I think Haynes Gross will be good. And um, the Shark Man, Paddy, Pat, Patman. Yep, fins up. <laughs> uh, he could be the man. Like, uh, actually, besides his goal last week, I thought he played a really good game, Patman. Well, there we That's go. Cool. He's he's more than just a uh, just a good swimmer. <laughs> Olympic though, just quality all over the park. So, quite honestly, there isn't really a weak weak link at all in that side, and it's showing with a hundred percent record at the moment. So, look, what do they do to get the result here? Get the job done. More of the same. Yeah, they were they were recruited so well in the off season. We talked about they were probably them bullye maybe almost park with the three best teams in terms of buying talent. They brought in a lot of talent to that club. There's just quality across all lines. So if they just keep doing what they're doing, they're a good shot at winning. And our tips, um, I will go Olympic two one, which seems to be a common score line this weekend. Yeah. It feels like mm-hmm. yeah two one. I think they'll just do enough. Um, in terms of uh, man of the match, I think Musa Messi. Musa Mechi. Mechi, sorry. Go with him? Yeah, oh. I do. Okay. He will score a goal this week. You tip McDonald to be player of the round. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Well, and I think I said a McDonald brace, didn't I? I think <laughs> you did, eh? Oh, well, I have to take well. that back. Sorry. Well. Uh, um, I will say uh, <laughs> McDonald two goals in the 2-1 win. <laughs> uh, funnily enough, guess who's gone 2-1 Olympic? <laughs> Myself. And man of the match, I've gone Ben Zuko. I tipped to be player of the round earlier. Did. I, did, I did remember. I used the memory doing all, bank. Doing a lot better than me oh, today, man. obviously. <laughs> Might be time for another coffee. Huh? Yeah, time to kick up the feed. It's getting late. Josh, though, good value as always. Thanks for coming on for this review. No worries, review. mate. It's great. Um, yeah, it was great to, to look back at, you know, a very interesting round of football and a very exciting round of football to come. Still can't get over that 69 goal score. That's, that's ridiculous. That's, that's crazy. More to look forward to this weekend, I guess. It'd probably annoy coaches because, you know, most coaches want to concede less goals. But as a fan, that's exciting. Like, there's so many goals happening every week. So, uh, it's a great standard and great football at the moment. Get to a game this weekend. Check it out. See you guys next week.